0: randy
1: adams hello san antonio don't touch that dial just because i'm a car dealer i know i'm a car dealer in the middle of all these preachers but i do a little preaching i do a lot of scriptures i live by the word Uh, the good lord jesus christ changed me from a taker to a giver and that's why i want to get back with this show i want to teach you the good the bad and the ugly about buying and selling cars but You can also use this process on a lot of the purchases in your life. you ever bought something you wish you hadn't had? You've lost that love and feeling. Oh, yeah. You bought something you thought you couldn't live without and then you don't want it. What about an automobile? What about exercise equipment? Well, sometimes we just don't pray enough. And sometimes we let our selfish desires buy something that we don't intend to use, but we think we are. We have promises to ourselves. And we let ourselves down. And it's just like a car. Oh, I mean, I got a buddy of mine that bought a truck here while about two years ago. I mean this was his dream truck. He was gonna keep it forever. I just love this truck. Love it. And I guess what? He's ready to get rid of it. He's lost that love and feeling. Well, I tell you what Like I've sung before, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. I want to open your mind. I want to open everything about your thinking. Examine yourself, examine your purchases, examine what's going on in your life. I want it the best you can be. KSLR, I know that they're putting a car dealer in all this preaching, but they understand that I'm out for your well-being. They're out for your well being. They want you educated, prepared, ready to be the best you can be, do the best you can be, save your money, your hard earned money, make better decisions, better for your family, better for your needs, better for everything that's going on in your life. Remember, knowledge is power. And then that fits right in with my favorite scripture, and that's Proverbs 1 5. Let the wise. Listen and add to their learning. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. I want you to be the best you can be. I want you to continue to be the best you can be. But I want you to learn and understand. You know, we want want people to do, we want to be treated like something special. But sometimes these car dealers lift you up so high, they're trained to lift you up high, to live by your emotions and everything else that's going on in your life. So high that you feel so good and you don't know where you're at. You you end up making decisions. The thrill today may cost you tomorrow, may be ruined tomorrow. The thrill today that you sign a contract on, I had a lady and her husband in there. I was appraising an antique car farm, and he was kind of, no, just kind of making fun of his wife about contracts. She wants to look at every line, know what every figure is all about, and, know, and understand all of it. But I tell you what, I, I picked her up and I said, hey, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what I want you to do. You find out if they're packing payments. You'll find out if there's something going wrong. You'll find out if they're overcharging you. You're wise because, you know what, if you owe $40,000 on a vehicle, well, you've got to pay interest on that. And then you've got to pay... Hard earned to after tax dollars. So if you owe forty thousand, you owe another two, three thousand interest at least, and then you owe another uncon unconsum another four or five thousand because you gotta pay after tax dollars. That's why we want to open up every part of your mind and let you know exactly what's going on. And just like I get magazines, we're gonna talk about magazines on this show, we're gonna talk about the scripture. We're going to talk what's the hottest, the greatest, what the market's going to do, where you should buy, what you should wait. I had a gentleman call me from another radio show, and we've got quite a few out there right now. We've got eight looking at even more possibility. But I had this man call me, and he's got a, kind of a special interest car. And he said, I want to sell it now and buy my wife a car in January. I said, hold it. No, you got a special interest car. Anything of value that has possibility of investment a type deal, you need to buy it and do that business in January, February, March. He said, why? I said, it's just like houses. You know, houses sell better January, February, March. Your antique car, your special interest car, be worth more in January than it is now. It'd be easier to sell. You more desire to own. And the car that you're looking at, this market, I like I predicted was going to be flat up till about now it's going to level off, but dealers own them too high. It's just like old market new market if you own a piece of stock for one share at a hundred dollars right uh, October first and now it's worth seventy five do you want to pay that guy that who owns it for a hundred a hundred or do you want to buy it on the new market at seventy five That's what's happened to the car business. The market's dropped, but the people are not willing to take their loss right now. And then, just like this magazine, hiring bad guys. Now, this is a magazine I'm quoting. The New York dealers in hot water for after hiring an F&I professional for four months after he was indicted for defrauding customers at another dealership. Hey, this happens all the time. you got to be prepared. Eighty percent of the dealers out there will rip you off. Twenty percent will tell you the truth. I know the 20 percent. I've been in business 53 years. I deal with them all, the ones that lie and cheat. I stay away from them. I don't need them. You know what? I ran across one of those the other night, and he, we spoke because I've known him since 1987. He was cordial, But as he got about five or six steps away from me, he turned and he made talking uh, signs with his hands, and he said, noise, noise, noise. All you're doing is making noise. You're not hurting us. And that's one of the dealers that rip you off. He's making fun of me. He don't think I'm making a difference. Well, I got news for him. I'm getting phone calls at my office, and I'm going to give you my office number right now. It's 830 625 I'm going to give you some more numbers later. You might get a pen and paper because a lot of these numbers are going to be beneficial to you and a lot of websites and stuff like that. But we also got open line this morning. I'm live sitting down here in the station with Jemeyer's doing me a great job like always. Uh, KSLR's phone number here is 210 340 9585. We'll talk about anything the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's 210 340 9585. My website's learntobuyandsellcars.com. Best part about it is it's free, but it's educational. And it's free. I'll give you a bid on your car. Describe your car. I'll make you an offer on the car. If you describe it right now, if there's something I have to fix on it, we may have to deduct something on it. In order to sell it, but I want to say you uh, I want to buy your car, I want you to know what it's worth, so you can sell it to me, trade it in, or sell it to somebody else. The dealers make a lot of money on the cars that they don't want, wholesale every month that they take trade, but they also make even more on the ones they want. so if you've got a nice trade, you need to know what it's worth. If you've got a bad trade, you need to know what it's worth. So I'm going to teach you the good, the bad, and the ugly and tell you what your car is worth, and that's free. My website, learn to buy and sell teaches you to get your credit score, clean your credit up. I've got a guy in Corpus Christi used to work for Dave Ramsey, uh, Kendall Peterson. I, You call my office, 830 I'll give you his phone number, and that way... You'll know exactly how to clean your credit up. He'll work with you. It's of great, great value because your credit is very important to you, what your score is on renting things, even getting jobs, a lot of situations. So make sure that you know exactly what it is. Then we want you to talk to a bank, credit union, any of them that will help you get the best rate, know what the total uh, investment's going to cost you, and interest, what total interest, what the total note, how many months, how much you're paying back. And then it's time to shop, shop, shop. We're going to tell you not to do uh extended warranty, not to do the gap, know what your trade's worth. That way you know what you've you paid for, what the loss of value is. And then also we wanted you to know exactly how long you're going to keep this vehicle you expect or how long you kept the last vehicle. And that way you can look. What we teach you is look at a car that you're buying now and then look at one that's three, four, five years older with estimated miles, see what the market is there so you'll know how much money you're going to lose on that vehicle. There are certain vehicles that keep their value. But we want to teach you the good, the bad, and the ugly. I can read more out of this article on there because, you know, they they went against this guy because he was he was doing a lot of things. He was advertising low he uh, had sophisticated uh, schemes to lure customers in on advertising and induce them in numerous financing contracts, aggressive sales tactics, uh, false promises, improperly disclosed, char- uh, disclosed charges. He was doing all kinds of stuff, and this is one of the dealers that got caught. Lots of time these dealers don't get caught, and it says also an article: trained, properly trained professionals can produce a high level. Without engaging in these practices, we got Matt online. Thank you, Matt, for calling Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell cars.com. How you doing today?
2: Doing good this morning. How are you doing, Randy? Great. And you? Uh, doing awesome, uh, guys. giving me a great day. Hey, I got a question for you on the new 2017 F 250 that Ford just uh, debuted. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, read a lot of stuff online, and uh, seems like there's a lot of positive uh, reviews. Uh, they, they seem to be a better truck than the last one. Uh, running gear, everything. I'm looking at the actually the 6.2 liter gas engine. That's but everybody likes the diesels, but I don't know. If I need that much power. Um, what are your thoughts on the engine itself? The uh, 6.2. Well, 4? the diesels to be around a while, or is the, it a good engine? Is it solid?
1: Well, you know the. Uh, the, it's still out. We haven't we haven't seen those trucks with two hundred thousand miles yet. I like seeing trucks with two hundred thousand miles, and I'll tell you if they're good or not. Uh, do you pull over ten thousand pounds?
2: No, I pull about. It's about eight eighty five hundred to sixty. And, and the sixty every other month.
1: And the 6.2 does it fine.
2: I, I don't know. I don't have right now. I got a one F one fifty with the four point six small V eight. It struggles a lot, so I need. I need the uh, power. Plus, I need the frame, and uh, it just, it, it, it's just—it's just better quality, I think. Well, better
1: brakes, hands. better suspension. you yeah. understand all that. And three-quarter yeah. ton. If you're pulling it very often, the eighty-five hundred.
2: No, maybe once every
1: month. Yeah, you probably need a three-quarter. And personally, if it's under ten thousand pounds, I'd go with a gas. The savings is yeah, tremendous. There's, there's not much yeah. fuel difference pulling it once every other month, uh you're not using it that much. Uh that the half ton you've got if you're not gonna buy right away. I'd drop uh if I was gonna pull something, I'd drop a quart of transmission fluid in what I'm pulling with in the gas tank and I'd probably use Behrman's B twelve to make sure your injectors are clean and it'll pull that load better than what you're doing right now. And then go to a three quarter yeah. ton. But if you're pulling and going something, doing something uh Steve Sorensen, pastor at uh, uh, Cornerstone Church for years, we sold his brother a six-cylinder automatic right after Katrina. He got flooded out in New Orleans. I sold him a six-cylinder and sold him a camper because he had to rebuild his home. And uh, I told him I put the B12 and the transmission fluid behind his seat And when he took off for New Orleans and they called me and he said, where's that stuff and what would you tell us about? Because we're running 40 and 45 pulling that trailer. They put Behrman's B12 in, cleaned the injectors, put the uh, transmission fluid in the gas tank, and they got to New Orleans and called me and said they were running 60 and 65. That was the difference, lubricating the cylinders and all. And so, but you need good brakes and you need the good suspension. It depends on how much you're doing, and I mean, I had a friend of mine in the same situation pulling an eight thousand pound camper. He wanted a three-quarter. I told him that trick, and now he's still pulling with that half-ton.
2: Maybe, yeah. Well, the things I've had when I go down a road and I hit the the bigger bumps and the cracks in the road, it just pounds the rear end, and just it's uncomfortable. Well, you it's, can
1: uh, you can put difficult. overloads on there, and also airbags if you yeah. want to fix that for a little while. It just yeah, depends on I've how long you want to keep it and when you want to do okay. You probably need a three-quarter, and I'd buy gas versus diesel because maintenance, cost, uh, diesel prices, overall, if you weigh it all up, it takes like 200,000 miles to overcome the cost of it, just the initial cost of the diesel. Really? What,
2: what about the Ford 6.2? Is that a good engine? Is we've had engine good luck with
1: while? it. Yeah, we've had good luck with it. I haven't seen many okay. of them bad. You know, Actually, I bought more bad Ford diesels than I have uh, bad 6.2s. Uh, and we buy a really? lot of bad okay. motor, bad transmissions. Just bought a, a 13 wrecked uh, uh, Range Rover, sold it like it was when it's going out of state. So we buy the good, the bad and the ugly. I'll buy anything. And I'm telling companies now, if you've got stuff laying around that you want to sell at the end of the year, sell it now, not to end the year, wait till the last couple of months. But we see a lot okay. of that. But no, I'd buy, I tell you, I'd buy a Chevrolet 603 quarter Now, those are bulletproof. And the Dodge Hemi's got a great three-quarter ton. I was just in, I had a three-quarter ton I drove last weekend. And uh, it had a Hemi in it. And let me tell you something. It pulled great. I've got a great Dodge store. I've got a great Ford store that we use hassle-free auto buying where you don't even have to walk in the door. We make sure you get what you want. We make sure that you're getting the best price and dealing with the right dealers. Uh, we also have, uh, down in Divine. we have, uh, uh, Don Dumford and Chaparral Ford. That's a great Ford dealer. And then I've got a Chevrolet dealer that's the best in the country that I deal with every day, and we beat everybody. In fact, I had a buddy of mine shopping a new Chevrolet, and he said, uh, most I can get off is 4000 off, and I got him a new one for 10000 off and delivered it to his wow. house. So I mean, yeah, hey, there's, a- there's other options hey, other than what you're driving.
2: Right. Hey, let me ask you one last question. Sure. Uh, there's a dealer up in uh, north of uh, Dallas, a Holiday Ford
1: uh-huh.
2: online, and there they do amazing. They're they're running. I've seen anywhere from seven to ten thousand off on everything every day. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the same so way. Away, I got I don't want to drive all the way up there.
1: I've got in Austin, and they'll deliver it to your door from Austin.
2: Yeah, this guy will too. Yeah. This guy will too. I I can't believe it. So, okay, well, I'll call you back offline and uh, get a good get idea on a local. You locals. bet. Uh, Rather buy local if
1: I could to get a to get a good deal on on a, a new 2017 uh, F250. You bet. You bet. Thank you. So give us a call. Thank you. Thank you for calling, All Matt. Right. This is Randy Adams. Learn All to right. buy and sell cars. dot com. Yeah, there's opportunities. We've got to put an effort in it. Too many people wake up one morning and say, you know, we're going to go out and you know we're going to just buy us a new car, and they're not prepared. I mean, it's like a football team. It takes practice. It takes work. It takes planning. It takes understanding the other team, the competition. There's so much. And like Proverbs 16:3 says, commit to your work to the Lord and your plans will succeed. The Lord wants you to work. He wants you to be educated. He wants you to put that effort in. And you've got to pray and trust in him. And he you you will your plans will succeed. Examine what you need. Examine just like Matt, he's examined what he needs. He's looking at his options. He's doing the work. He's committed to what he's you know, it's his hard earned money. It's your hard earned money. What are you doing with it? Are you spending it? You blowing it? You know, so we want you to know exactly, you know, we ask God for wisdom. But wisdom's only effective when you put it into action. You know, you've got to put an effort in it. Just like I told you at the beginning of the show, knowledge is power. Proverbs one five. let the wise listen and add to their learning. But too many people weep. They just flat weep because of their selfish pride has been wounded. Their selfish pride has bought something their pocketbook or their bank account can't have, can't afford. Whatever angers you controls you in your mind. You're weeping over your decisions. Well, we don't need to be doing that. We want you happy. We want you doing the right things. And just to get off the subject, just a hair. Amos, I ran across this this week, and it kind of hit me between the eyes. Amos 510, you hate the one who reproves in court and despise him who tells the truth. Hate. You hate the one who reproves in court. that means honest. that's an honest judge. people telling the truth, and you despise him who tells the truth. man, I thought that kind of sounded like Hillary. I don't know, maybe that's right, and in Amos five seven says you turn to justice you turn justice into bitterness, and you cast righteousness to the ground. Man, it sounds like our country. I pray for our country every day because we need it. I tell you, I used to worry about my grandkids, the world they were going to have to grow up in. Then I used to worry about my kids, the world they, they were going to have to grow in. And now I'm worried about myself as fast as this going, where the truth doesn't matter. People would rather lie than tell the truth. Hire the wrong people, even though they know. I mean, those dealerships know who they're hiring and what's going on. We don't want you using excuses to protect your Your stronghold. What stronghold have you got in your life? Pride, greed, selfishness? Are you making purchases to comfort yourself? You deserve it. You work hard. We all work hard. You know, there's two kinds of cars a Ford and Can't Afford. Him Can't Affords will cost you a lot of money. We don't want you in that situation. We want you to examine your purchases. Be prepared. You know, would you walk into a football game if you were a football player not knowing who you were playing? And they all, they're all your buddies. They shake your hand before the game, and they try to rip your head off? Well, that's almost like car dealers. you got to be prepared, understanding what the other team's going to do. You're in a fight. You're in a battle. You better be prepared. You better be in shape. You better be educated. You better know what your plays are, what your plan is. Be ready 100% because you're in a 100% battle that's going to be tough, tough, tough. And I tell you, I just uh, – does does your desires match up with your bank account? Well, too many people are not doing that. They're not doing what it takes to match it up. You know, what is the most influential Influential in your life? What others say or think about you. Oh, does that matter what they say? I'll tell you what, I'm glad I, it doesn't matter to me. They, they say all kinds of stuff about me. i got car dealers that love me and car dealers that hate me i got insurance people that love me, insurance people that hate me. I'm making everybody mad. I made the colleges mad with my free plan to get back to the hardworking people on education because they're so rich. These colleges got billions donated back, uh, and they want to give it back. And the, the further we drift from God, the more confused on thinking becomes. Your mind needs to be clear what you're trying to do, what your objective is, what your plan is. I mean, if you've got ought against somebody, if you've got pride too much controlling your thoughts, you've got desires controlling your thoughts, you need to clean your mind up because when you walk into that football game, just like a football player, what do they do? They concentrate. They get their mindset. set. They get ready to go into battle, to be the best they can be, to try the hardest they can, to listen to the plays and understand the plays, work with the plays. Well, guess what? That defense that you're going against is car dealers. You're walking in against 11 team. That's almost, I mean, most of the time it's six or seven. Well, I guess it's six-man football. And you're going against six people all by yourself that's been working out, been training, got plays, understand the game, understand what it takes to win, and you're not ready? Have the Holy Spirit. Remember, wisdom doesn't take an effect. You put it in action. We pray for wisdom, but what do we do with it? We pray for wisdom, and do we do our own desire? Do we do just cast it away and want what we want? Oh, it's so pretty, it smells like a new car. The atmosphere in the dealership makes me want to buy. They got the right colors. They got it shined up. And then they want to rush me through the contract, just like I was talking about that lady a while ago. She she was real meticulous in the way she looks down a contract. She asked a lot of questions. Well, that kind of irritated her husband a little bit. He ought to be glad this woman is studying and doing her homework and doing it right. Get together, get in agreements with your wife, your spouse, your husband, and, and get in agreement on what you're going to buy. What you Too many women say, yeah, honey, buy that truck. You need that truck. You work hard that truck. You deserve that truck. And about six months later say, I told you you shouldn't have bought that truck. And then you got to get it behind the wheel every day and drive it and think about, oh, man, that payment comes every 30 days. Oh, man, Lord, help me. Out of this trap! You're in a trap for eighty-four months. Wow! Hey, and a man bought a truck yesterday. A friend of mine told me for seventy-eight thousand and stroked a check. Hey, he can afford it. Two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. It. He can afford it. But is he gonna like it when he puts a hundred thousand miles on it, and it's worth twenty-five or thirty thousand? Mercy, mercy, mercy! Ain't it fun? Oh, man! Don't you just love it? I got a buddy of mine bought a $130,000 Mercedes. He said, Randy, don't you like my car? And I said, it's okay. He said, you don't love it? I must have wounded his pride, man. He wanted me to jump up and down and say, man, it's an awesome, awesome car. I got news for you. It don't have, hey, these, I was part, when I was of the world, hey, the Joneses tried to keep up with me. I had to have the biggest and the baddest and the best. I understand where he's coming from. But I've lost that desire. Good Lord took that desire of being prideful, being, hey, the Joneses couldn't keep up with me. I'd have the biggest, the baddest, man, I tell you what. And all I was doing, I was lost as a goose, I'm telling you. I didn't know how to serve. (coughs) I didn't know, didn't want to serve. Me, 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 selfishness, pride, greed, and the Joneses trying to keep up with old Randy. I tell you what. When I accepted Jesus Christ, he brought me from a from a pure heathen taker to a giver. Hey, takers are never happy, never enough, never content. Oh, woe is me. Everybody's against me. And to a giver, content, happy what I do, wanting to give back. I want to give back to you as an education, just like KSLR. They're wanting you to be educated. They love you. They want you to be the best you can be. They want you to spend your money the right way. They want you to be happy, content, a giver, not a taker. Man, I tell you what, the half hour went quick, but if you'd like to give us a call, be sure and give us a call here at the station. We'd love to talk to you, and that's 210-340-9585. Call 20 people, tell them to listen to us. We got more stuff to talk about. I got years of stuff to talk about in the car business. you only only catching one little old show. God bless. We'll be right back.
3: Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630, KSLR.
1: Hello, Central Texas again. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. And I tell you what, if you're thinking about a career change and you're productive and you want to learn and grow, or if you're just out of high school and you don't want to go to college, or if you're looking for a job. I tell you what, call Merle at North Park Toyota. There's an opportunity he's got he's needing good Christian help and he wants the Christians to work for him. I'm gonna give you his mobile number in just a second, get a pen and paper. But think about it, what's an education worth? What's opening your eyes and learning? Now, this is a dealership that I use with hassle-free auto buying. If you call me and you said well, I I don't want to walk into the dealership. I want to buy what I want to buy. I want to make sure I'm taken care of. That's hasslefreeautobuying.com, and that's where we send our Toyota customers. Merle and I have been doing business with for about 40 years, and he does it right, and that matters to me. He's the Toyota dealer I recommend in San Antonio. But he also has some job opportunities, just in case you're interested. Call him on his mobile, 210. Two seven five seventy six zero two, 275-7602. And if you don't want to use hassle-free auto buying, but make sure you find out what your trade's worth because I do buy a lot of cars from them and bid for them, and they do it right. And, uh, but Merle's number is 210-275-7602. If you're looking for a job, you're willing to learn, you're willing to... And a lot of these salespeople that do it right, who love the Lord, do well, and the Lord will bless you, and you'll make good money, I guarantee you, if it's your fit. But it'd be a great education for three to six months to learn if that's what you need to do and where you need to be. So we have a caller online. Is that correct? No. Okay. So we let it. They dropped off. That's all right. We got plenty to talk about. You know, my life was empty, hollow, meaningless, no purpose, no joy, no vision. But you know what? Selfish people are not productive as well, and they're always thinking about themselves and. It's so hard to be happy when you're selfish. You ever thought about that? Because you think about yourself. You feel like everybody owes you. You think you're the, the center of the universe. Well, do you feel like that's the same car? Do you take the personality on on your vehicle? You see these guys. There's a guy that gets out of a church where I go, and he drives a, a high-dollar car, and he gets out, sticks his elbow on the top of the car and looks around to see if anybody sees him getting out of his car and he stands there for a minute or two just in case he can get that recognition that he's driving this high dollar car. I feel sorry for him. I hate to take it into the shop. I feel sorry for him. I hate to tell him what the loss of value on it is. And when it does break, mercy, it costs a lot of money to work on that type of car. But you know what? He takes on that personality. He thinks he's special. I mean, some people think they're – and he even parks sometimes in a spot that he's not supposed to park. It's got a sign saying for the people, the truck that give away goods and stuff and food for the needy. So, I mean, does your car – you take on its personality like you're special or you're, you're better than everything else or better than everybody? I got – we were at an auction the other day, and the general manager of the auction said, hey, I got some cars coming in here that's never been in an auction. I said, I got news for you. That car don't know who owns it. That car does not know where it's, what it's worth. That car don't know, know where it's at. And guess what? That car, that car don't care. Hey, look at the car for what it is. Transportation. Look at that car for what it'll do for you and what the right value is. We want you to buy the car the right market, not on the old market, because we're in a new market, and it's about to level off. Like I told you about a while ago, you know, you can't, you just can't be happy when you're selfish because, you know, you got to have what I got coming. I want it. I need it. I must have it. You know, are you making the right choices for you, your family, your needs? I want you to study about it. I want you to pray about it. I want you to understand what you're doing. Open your eyes. Money, money, money. You don't think that don't count? Hey, takes a million and a half a month to open up these dealerships. I got to make money on somebody. Yeah, we talked about Foursquare on another station or maybe this one last week. It's where they pinpoint one thing that you'll buy that vehicle on and they sell it. Oh, you need too much for your trade? No problem. We'll give you too much for your trade. Of course, I'm going up on the price. I'm adding months to the note. Oh. Uh, we're going to add to the interest. We're going to convince you of this. We're going to put some add-ons. We're going to uh, charge you for dealer prep. Dealer prep? What is that? That's wash and wax, which you're going to do anyway. They're going to entice you to buy. They're, they're very seductive in, in knowing what to say, the dealership looked the right way, how the customers. How When you call in, they they dissect your way you talk. Well, we need to put... Johnny and Joe and Henry on on this person because I think those are the three fits and then we've got this closer and that closer and then we've got the used car manager and then we got the sales manager. You're going against a team, a professional team that's after every available dollar. Like I said, 80% will uh, lie to you, 20% will tell you the truth. But you got to know which one's the truth. This show I've been on air for two years. Let me tell you a little quick story. Nobody wanted me. None of the radio stations wanted me. They didn't believe that I was the way I was. But, of course, I had a Bible study years ago. My reputation was bad in New Brunswick. Nobody would show up. Finally, a preacher came by Phil Jones. He had a large church here in San Antonio. He saw the difference, and he started inviting those people, convincing them to come to see. Well, it's the same way in the car dealerships. you got to know which one's telling the truth, which one's lying to you. I want to tell you the truth, even if it hurts, even if it costs money. And this show, thank you, North Park Toyota, because they believe in you doing it right. How's a car dealership want to advertise on my show? It's because they care about you. They know if you're educated, if you know how to do it right, you're going to do business with them. Thank you, Merle. Thank you, North Park Toyota, because they're help sponsoring this show. I can't do it on my own. Radio's too expensive. I love doing what I do, but let me tell you it cost a lot of money to give you this education right now and I wanna be the best I can be. I wanna inform you. Thank you, North Park. And give me a call if you wanna talk or you want Merle's phone number, I've got it. You can go call my office 830-625-7159. We got Philip online. Thank you for calling Randy Adams. How you doing today?
4: Hey Randy, doing good, man. Glad to talk to you. Great. Uh, you can call you
1: can call me Phil, man. Yes, sir. Phil, how I, you
4: this, I got this got this uh, Focus uh, SES. And it looks like it's fully loaded uh, except the leather seats. I don't. I do not have leather seats. I got yes, sunroof sir. and everything else on the paddle on the steering wheel. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh.
4: I, I get my last payment next month.
1: Oh, great! Best kind of car is a paid for car, isn't it?
4: That's right. So, do I turn it in and get a new one?
1: No! How many miles? No, you got I don't on do that. It? How many miles you got on it?
4: Uh, 81,000. What year is
1: it? It's a 10. It's a 10? And it's got yeah. 80. Do you like it? Uh,
4: yeah, I like it. It's, yeah, I think so.
1: Well, why would you buy another one?
4: Uh, get fancier.
1: Get fancier? Yeah. Well, you know, if it. Uh, you know the, I wouldn't do it now. You're you're thinking about the right thing due to the eighty thousand miles. Right, that's
4: what I was thinking. I think it has it has a more trading value right now.
1: Well, it does. But uh, if you keep it two years and paid yourself five hundred a month and put it in the bank and don't take it, don't touch it. Is uh-huh. it a four cylinder or six cylinder? Uh, four cylinder. Okay. So you know the value on it right now at the auctions, and we' we're, we're talking about what they're bringing at the auctions um, you know that five hundred a month you'd have you would have uh you know twelve thousand dollars in the bank. how many miles would you maybe put on it so the difference right now between what you're seeing you've got real value about seven grand two years from now and with 100, 110,000 miles is it'll be four grand. So you can get the money's worth out of it, value wise, save 500 a month, put it in the bank, don't touch it, you'll have $12,000. You'll be way ahead of the game. You got money for emergencies, you got money for things coming up. Personally, I'd keep right. it and drive it.
4: Well, that makes sense, yeah. Uh, it's a two-point liter, two-point oh yeah, but
1: it's, still, it's okay. it's you know real value, and the dealers won't give you that sometimes. is seven grand. What,
4: what, would, they, what would they give me right now? You said, you said? six to
1: seven grand. 67?
4: Sixty-seven. Six to seven thousand. The top
1: side would be seven, and two years from now, with a hundred, a hundred ten thousand miles, it'll be worth four to five. So it'll cost you okay. two thousand dollars. You've already taken the blunt of the loss, and you know. <laughs> And you've taken the blunt of loss, and so why not use it and drive it and save the money, have the cash okay, sitting in the bank, don't touch it, maybe invest right. it or whatever you want to do, and the right yeah. investments you may have fifteen thousand sitting in the bank time two years from now, and that don't way don't turn
4: around and take another loss, huh?
1: Yeah, and then why you're gonna be taking a loss now if you buy a new one today, you're gonna to lose two thousand rolling off the showroom floor two to three grand there, so now you're you went from six to seven thousand down to four to five thousand, so you overcome come the loss there on the vehicle. So you better off driving I'm that ever... car for two years and putting five six hundred a month in the bank account. Pretend you're paying yourself on a new one. Get a good. I don't think take I'm
4: ever buying it, a new car again.
1: Well, hey, take it down to George's detail down on Broadway, right out right underneath the I-35, and get him. Spend a hundred and twenty-five shine it up, look like a new one. Tell him spray a little of that foo-foo stuff inside to make it smell like a new one. Feel like you're driving a new car.
4: I've been looking for a detailer.
1: Detailer George down there on Broadway. Tell him Randy Adams sent you. He's right next to the pig stand. Great, great guy. I love him.
4: Do I have, do I have to fix? Um, should I fix the small things that are wrong with it, like uh, cracking the window? Get that replaced.
1: Well, I've got a lady who um, does that too.
4: And the uh, light in the dash.
1: What light's on the dash? Which one? It's Check one light. It's,
4: a, it's, a slip, it's the one that were slippy roads.
1: Oh, yeah. That's just traction control. That's no big deal. You, okay. know, you, I, you know, you know, might I... talk to a mechanic, find you a in, good independent mechanic. That's usually a, a sensor.
4: Okay.
1: Thank you, Randy. Thank you. Appreciate it, Phil. God bless you people. I, I love helping you. Let's let's think about what we're doing. Too many people, and, and Phil's, you know, he can afford to buy him something else and he'd like to upgrade, but maybe sometimes, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen if Hillary gets in here. Number one, we may be paying taxes way too high. Number two, there'll be the government in our business of some kind, some way, and maybe we can't afford a new car. Why? We've got to make decisions today that pays off tomorrow. So if he's back, it's, here's six year. He had a six-year note. Evidently, he's about to pay that car off. Do you want to stretch yourself out for the next six years, and we don't know what this government's going to do and what the tax is going to be? And what if we lose our jobs? What if we have a health issue? Don't we need emergency fund? My mother could have taught Dave Ramsey his system, I guarantee you, and she taught me, be prepared for tomorrow. Hey, today's thrill... Remember what I said, today's thrill may be a ruin to you tomorrow. It might be a train wreck tomorrow. I mean, you might be making payments from now on. And it, and the wor- and I got to bring this up. I didn't bring it up last week. And I've got a car dealer that listens to my show said, you forgot to tell people how bad title loans are. They're 330% interest. They're the worst loan you can make by far. I've had bankers tell me, said, I asked them what the interest rate on title loans are, and they said, "Oh, thirty, forty percent." They can't believe it's three hundred thirty percent interest. I had the license, and it's not right. I wouldn't do it. I got rid of it. <clears throat> I did not want to take advantage of people like that away. And they say, "Oh, we've got competitive rates." Bulloney. You've got software you have to charge 330% interest because House of Representatives and the State of Representatives of Texas own the license. It's illegal in 27 states. Oh, but not in Texas. You know, we want to rob the poor people. We want to keep them in poor. We want to keep them uneducated. It's uneducated that a person walks into that title loan and flops down their title and they get 60% of the value. They repo 95% of the cars that they've, loan money out on they after six months you have paid back more than you borrowed friend of mine had a truck he made nine payments of 900 that's what he needed to do because it was he borrowed five thousand it's nine hundred and thirty days you owe back almost twenty percent so after nine payments he paid back eighty one hundred they almost made three grand there and then if they were trying to repo him, he came to me and he said, "I need another truck. I know where a truck is. <clears throat> Excuse me for two thousand dollars." He said, "Give me two thousand, pay the truck off, and I'll go down the road." Well, I paid the two thousand off and made money on the truck. I paid forty six hundred he paid in eighty one hundred I paid forty six hundred so they made seventy five hundred on that loan for nine months." Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody not to do a title loan. Go to my website, learn to buy and Describe your car. I'll make an offer on your car. You can sell it to me, sell it to somebody else, add a little money because I'm going to make money. I'll even tell you what to ask for it. And tend to your business and get you cheap transportation. Do not do a title loan. Worst thing in the world to do on a loan. And they repo 95% of them, and they give you 60% of your value, and they go to the auction to make even more money. I can tell you of stories that I've seen and witnessed that the title-owned places make 10000 in less than a year on a $5,000 loan. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. And they, they got hundreds of cars every week at all the auctions selling. The title-owned people are getting super rich off the poor people. Tell you, congressman, tell everybody to listen to Randy Adams to get rid of the title loans in Texas. God bless you. We want you to do right. We want you to be right. We want you to feel right. Hey, do you tell everybody in the family to forgive everyone, but you don't? Do you apologize? You know how to apologize. Do you ever apologize? You know, how many times a month do you apologize and mean it? The Americans average six times a month. The Japanese average 18 times a month. What's the difference? When you apologize, are you admitting wrong? Do you feel bad, guilty? Is it hard for you to do that? Are you one of those people to tell everybody to forgive everybody, but you don't? Are you one of those people to tell everybody to forgive my son, forgive my daughter, but you don't for, ask for forgiveness? The Americans feel like it's guilty, like they're doing something wrong, admitting wrong. But the Japanese, they feel like they're trying to make amends, they're trying to solve the problem. They want to be best in the relationships they can be. Well, that's the way we should be. That's the way I've learned. I've learned to say I'm sorry. Even when I'm, I mean it, but when I feel like I'm right like I didn't do anything wrong. But I want to understand their feelings. I want to understand why they got offended. I want to understand to make relationships better. The older you get, the more relationships matter. But these car dealers, and here we go again, they don't apologize when they bury you. They don't apologize when they steal your trade. They don't apologize when you owe too much and you lose it or you got yourself in a bind or you're barely making your payments. Do they... Go in there and ask them to help you out on the payments and see that salesman shoot to the back door. They'll run like a scalded cat, I'm telling you. So, I mean, we need to be ready mentally, physically, and spiritually. We, You know, we ask God for that wisdom, but accept it and learn, but examine why you need it, what you're going to do with it, how you're going to put it in a, in a action. You know, we 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 can't be happy when we're selfish, but we expect everybody to understand us. Oh, do we really? We don't even understand ourselves. You know, you can't believe in anything without knowledge. Really, you got to understand it. You can't believe in it. You can't believe in Jesus Christ until somebody presents it. But what's the best part about it when you believe in him? He'll change your life. He'll change your desires. I don't have to have the biggest and the baddest Ride around. I'm driving an 04 Grand Marquis with hell damage right now. I don't care. It's good transportation, it's cheap, and I can put thirty, forty thousand 40,000 miles on it and it not cost me nothing. And isn't that worth something? I'm, I want something comfortable. I want something that starts. I want something I can depend on. And I love it. But you know, if we ask asked of Him to give us wisdom and knowledge, and the opportunities and the people in front of us and the education in front of us. But are we going to use it? Are we going to let selfishness make our decisions? Are we going to let the desires of keeping up with the Joneses, pride, greed, are we going to let that make the purchases for us? I want you to be ready, willing, able, spiritually, physically, mentally, because you're going against, you know, endurance is not a common quality. Many people lack the long-term commitment, caring, and willingness that is vital to sticking with the task against all odds. You're going against all odds when you go against a dealer. You know, making your ride pay off. Yes, we've got to have transportation. Liberals don't want us. They want us in a bus. But we got to have transportation as part of our society, our culture, our life. But you got to make it where it's worthwhile, where you can afford it, you know. Where are you at? How, per, when, how persistent are you when you face obstacles? When those obstacles are bigger than you, is your, is your emotions so big that you can't get over that obstacle? Is it controlling your thoughts? You know, I tell you, I love, I love what I do. Uh, everybody told me I was crazy for doing what I'm doing. Nobody was for me except the good Lord kept giving me a vision gave me the desire, gave me the opportunity. I had one little radio station to give me a spot at 5 o'clock in the morning. I've got lots of listeners at 5 o'clock who've called me and talked to me and told me, and I love it. You know, what do you expect out of ourselves? What do we expect out of others? What do we expect out of the dealers? What are you expecting when you buy a car? What kind of service? What kind of deal? Are you in control or are they in control? That's the key. This is Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars. dot com. Give me a call eight three zero six two five seven one five nine at my office. I'll answer any question. It may take me a day to get call you back because right now we're getting tremendous, tremendous responses from a lot of people. Love every bit of it. We want you to dare. You know as Proverbs twenty seven seventeen says, as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another one. I hope that I'm sharpening you up. You know, I'm hoping I'm getting you where you need to be, but you know, true, true wisdom comes from the depth of the character of a person who can tell the truth and do what's right. We want do as do unto others as you want to done unto you. We want. Why don't we use that? You know. Car dealers want to even play and feel when they buy something. They want to be in the upper hand. They want to be educated. They want to do the business with the right people and get the right price and get the right product and get everything right and be told the truth and sign the contract right. But why don't they want you to have that education where you do it right? Like I said, 20% of the dealers want you to do it right, want you to be educated. I've got three dealers that sponsor my shows North Park and Toyota here. I've got also Don Dunford Ford and Divine Texas Chaparral Ford. I've got Rox Covert and uh, Covert Chevrolet and Bastrop because they want you to know. They want you to know exactly what you're doing, exactly where you're going, how you're handling it, the direction you're going. They want you to be on an even playing field. You know, Micah 6-8 says, Lord... What is good and what is required of us to act justly, to love mercifully, to walk humbly with your God. Examine areas regularly. Are you fair with dealing with people? Do you show mercy to those who've done you wrong? Are you learning humility? Wow. Think about that a minute. Micah 6 8. Are you doing what's right? Are you handling relationships right? Are you fair with people? I want to be fair. I want to be right. I want to handle my business like I expect somebody else. You know, the way I pay a person is the, when, if you reverse the roles, what would I expect if I was doing the job? What about buying a car? Have you reversed the roles? You know, wouldn't you want somebody to give you the best product, the best price, and tell you the truth? Well, we want to. And, but when the person does you wrong, are you willing to forgive them? If you caught them in a lie, do you do you talk to them about it and forgive them? Live longer, forgive everybody. You got to have your mind straight when you walk into these dealerships. When you're doing a deal, you know there's lots of times I pray going into a deal. I don't pray enough. I'm working on getting better at that. Sometimes I, I you know, I feel like God's given me this building and talent He's given me, and I've been blessed all my life. But sometimes I'm trying to do it on my own, and when I do. Most of the time I'm a train wreck, that's me, but I want to I grow, I want to learn, I want to be the best I can be, I want to understand where I'm at. You know, pride results from over-evaluating ourselves and under others. It leads to restlessness because it makes us dissatisfied with what we have and concerned about what else somebody is doing and what they have. It keeps us always hungering for more attention and admiration. God bless you. I love you. It's Randy Adams. Give me a call. Go to learn to dot hasslefreeautobuying.com. God bless you, San Antonio. Tune in next week.